Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Take care, Moise. That was, that's Moise visiting us and complaining about the Porsche Drive app. Um, Hoodie. He finally, he's mad at them for charging him for the damage he incurred <laughs> through no fault of his own driving, of course. It's something to do with the drive app. They're the problem, not the, him. Their fault. They gave me the cars wrecked. The brand new cars were pre-wrecked. I didn't, I didn't he's doing, realize he's doing they th- tricked me. Every month he's doing $3,000 of damage, and they're only charging him $1,000. That's a good deal. It's a good deal. <laughs> That's a great deal. Anyway, hello, everybody. We're here on Easter. It's Wednesday for you. Uh, I'm here with cast member Johnny Lieberman, bumped Whoop. last week for Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> and Zuckerman, of course. Bumped. You know what was funny about that? So, you know, we've always considered you a member of our Spikes Car Radio family, Johnny Lieberman. And, and, and you didn't consider yourself that and made a big announcement that you're part of the show. And we were very pleased. But immediately... Seinfeld came last week and said, well, what? What's going on? Was I bumped for Lieberman? <laughs> I said, what? He goes, I saw this on Lieberman made this big announcement. Did I get bumped? I'm like, no, you've been in New York for a year. You're, you're, you're here. Jerry and I drive out to Malibu and then Matt Farah, hey, what with Lieberman? Did I get bumped for Lieberman? He was crying. He was, he was upset. I've, all the Jews are running scared. Everybody's upset. <laughs> so I'm going to put everybody in the description. I said to Matt, I go, you have a podcast, The Smoking Tire. If you want to be on mine as a guy, yes, I'll put you in the description. And Jerry, you're the world's biggest comedian. Do you really need to see your name in this dinky little podcast? I mean, you told me that story. I've been tripping out on it for a week now (laughs) that, like, Seinfeld was worried about me, which is great. I'm coming for him. I was was, uh, surprised and flattered. And I don't understand why. And I mean, they're of course, they're all members of the SCR family here. Right. As we add more people, I'm going to have to take the word spike out of it. So so it couldn't be more inclusive of the entire gang. I was just the the amount of like positive feedback I got after that announcement was shock. Everyone's like, it's so great. Oh, my God. It is great. Good. You bring you bring a wealth of automotive knowledge. Zuckerman brings a wealth of uh, of male aggression and horribleness. It's my specialty. <laughs> His specialty. Particularly on Easter Sunday, Ferriston. I've explained got- this Easter Sunday business to you us. You want to go right into Easter, huh? I just want to understand it. Can you ex- you're, you're three quarters well, of I'm that. a lapsed uh, Catholic. I'm not religious in any way. I remember Easter egg hunts. I'm not sure how that figures into everything. But what happened to the Jesus guy? I, I don't know. I know there was Good Friday, and you used to get the ashes on your forehead. Um, why? Not sure. What, what about Ash Wednesday, then? What, is that different? 
Oh, that's Good Friday. See? Look at that. You're right. <laughs> He's Ash, a bad Catholic. Ash Wednesday. Lapsed, yeah. Good Friday. Has something to do with fish, right? It leads into Easter. I don't know what Easter's about. I didn't pay attention. I didn't like what, and, and what the about Catholic the th- religion. The three guys in your religion. Who's that? Okay. You got Easter. The ghost, you, you the got, Holy Ghost, Jesus and Jesus. God. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, yeah I never guys. understood that concept. The Trinity. They're the same. Yes. The Trinity. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Don't, what is I don't, that business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know. No, see, there was a moment no. early on in my Sunday school uh, training, because I had to go to Sunday school on Sundays in addition to my regular school, where they started talking about Noah's, uh, Noah's Ark. And I said, I, I have a couple questions. Yeah. <laughs> they come in pairs, the How questions. How did you keep the polar bears say, Let, eating Let's go lambs. back a minute to this giant flood and big boat. How did that work? And I saw through the, the puppetry, the mythology, the fakeness of it. And the priest who was teaching us said, no, this, this shit's real. This shit's real, man. And I said, hey, no, it's not. Come in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Come in the back room. Yeah, no, I time for your morals. <laughs> my, this is how Catholic I was. My grandmother traveled with priests and nuns. So at Thanksgiving dinner or Easter dinner, she would come back from New Bedford, Massachusetts in the car with a priest and a nun. Would those moochers come in and, and eat and they drink would, on your moochers dime? would come and sit and eat, and they were also intimidated by my grandma, Grandma Harney, because she kind of ran the church. She would uh, critique all of the sermons and say, "Father, you got this wrong. I think you should do it like this." Oh God! So they were. Oh, now I know how you get it. Yes, You're exactly. Grandma Harney. I'm Maggie Harney's we're grandson. Remember, next time he tells us how this works, we're going to say, right. "Okay, Spike Grandma Harney. Harney. Okay, Harney. Maggie Harney. Maggie was Harney. her name." You're like then, a real Maggie Horney. Listen, and I may, have, I may have told you this before, Zuckerman, but when I was 17, my mom said, you know, uh, we think you should be an extraordinary minister in the church. And I Oof. said, what, what do you mean? I, wait, can I pause? I wish, I wish the audience could see Zuckerman's face. <laughs> <laughs> the look of disgust. <laughs> what about the look of disgust on my face? I thought I was Jimi Hendrix. I go, I'm going to Berkeley College of Music. What is this? Right. You would just come home on Sundays to hand out the Eucharistic uh, wafer. Oh, that, that little shit. bread thing. The Ritz that we, cracker. Yeah, the Ritz cracker, right. <laughs> Which is, you know, if you're hungry, that gets you through the mass. What about the slobbered and wine? But I had, she goes, I've set a meeting with you. I was so goddamn angry at this. I set a meeting with you and Father Higgins or Father Higgins. Goss, whoever it was. And I had to go uh, into this guy's house and sit down with him. And he goes, we have plans for you in the church. And I said, well, let me stop you right there. <laughs> I'm out of here. He goes, what are you talking about? Your mother said you want to be extraordinary minister. I go, no, I'm going to Boston. I'm going to music school, and I am done with your religion, not just the extraordinary <laughs> minister piece. I am out of the whole thing, and I walked out. <laughs> just left. <laughs> oh, this Pharisee, look at the path of evil you took. You could have been the extraordinary minister. You I could am. have had the children in Do the back room. You know what I am, room. Zuckerman? I'm an extraordinary car minister now, preaching to the people. Who love cars? I That's what I do. This I was good. This now, if this had been on film, that would have been good to hand the finger up to preaching. <laughs> well, I think your your look of disgust would have been better. But I, I bet when he walks out, the priest was like, "Ah, too Jewy." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I quartered Jew. I See, knew it. I knew it. My Jewish relatives all lived in Taunton, Massachusetts. But it, you know, it's a weird thing. My, we were kept away from them. Or the Taunton people, heaps, well, you know, and the people in West Bridgewater. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, okay, that's a hebe part. But this all has to do with my dad. And I don't even know why we're talking about this shit. But my dad's um, mom died when he was five years old. The father freaked out and just sent my dad to live with his Jewish relatives. So I think he did not like that. 
you know, imagine what happens to you when your mom dies and your dad goes, I, I can't deal with you and just tell sends you away. Okay, like, here's an Easter story. Tell us about Christmas with your dad known as Fats. <laughs> this is my we've, favorite story. We've talked story. about this no, before, yeah, Zuckerman. We've spoken about it. It never gets it. old for me. It never gets New to old. Me. <clears throat> we would wake up uh, and, and open our presents. And then while mom cooked the Christmas turkey, dad would say, I have a special uh, outing for you guys. We're going to go to the Raynham Dog Track. <laughs> <laughs> my dad had a gambling problem which i did not know i thought as a kid you're like this is the Dog greatest track. christmas ever <laughs> you can even bet and, he, and we would go we'd sit there and he would just smoke the winston lights and we'd, we'd bet on the dogs he the would make the bets for us <laughs> the only gambling allowed on christmas Zuckerman, this you have to understand what i did for fun when i was a kid i go, for fun, I went to Kmart. That was my fun. So to go to the dog track, this was Disneyland. These were the only things I did. <laughs> Do wow. you understand? That makes you so lovable to me, Ferris. <laughs> wow. Every, this overcome, I this, was so happy at the dog this track. This broken upbringing <laughs> is going to the dog track. <laughs> Chase, it, Chase, this rabbit leaves the gate, this big fake rabbit. We love that. And then occasionally you would win money. You'd win like 18 bucks. and You'd be like, oh, my God. My dad always returned very unhappy, but we never understood why until later on <laughs> right. when we that, heard. That was your college account. And yeah, and, there's no vacation this year, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad uh, he bet it on the dogs. Oh, yeah. he used to get into uh, all sorts of trouble, all sorts of trouble. I remember him saying, uh, I, I came home and he said, yeah, I, I you know, I, uh, I I need to borrow some money. And I go, for me? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on there? He goes, well, long story, but I bought a racehorse and the uh, <laughs> we thought it was going to win, but it, it got hurt. And now, you know, we're a little underwater in it. And, you know, and I'm just looking across the table going, this fucking guy is lying to me. It's really a pathetic thing to see your dad lie, like a, incomprehensible demoralization to see this. And uh, I go, uh, what was the name of the horse? And he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of the horse, Dad? Oh, uh, uh, mm, and he can't even think of the name right, for the right, lie. Right, right. There's no horse. He lost it. He, he just... lost it on scratch tickets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. lost it something, you know. Eventually, he got out from under that, and it was fine. But it wasn't until I was about 35 years old. And I went, oh, great. He goes, yeah, I had a wicked bad problem. <laughs> oh, really? Never knew. Never knew. And I like how we put it in the past tense. It never <laughs> really went away, did it? You no, know, it came back a little bit. <laughs> but I was long gone. And it was a, all forms of gambling? Just it whatever? Was, I think it was mostly scratch tickets and, uh, you know, bookie gambling. Him yeah. and Myron Bloom. Him and he, he had a Zuckerman, Myron right. Bloom. Myron Bloom. And him and Myron and this guy from Dunkin' Donuts would uh, work half days and spend the other half of the day at the butcher shop gambling. Poker, calling the bookie, going to the doctor, <laughs> just losing money, all of them, all three of them. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But it was, you know. This is a better Easter story. This really warmed <laughs> Happy <my> Easter. Heart. <laughs> okay, I suddenly like Easter Sunday. This yeah. was my idea of a this great Easter sense. story. Fuck Jesus. This is great. <laughs> Myron Bloom. Myron Bloom and, and the guys. And, and the butcher and whoever else. All yeah. of the degenerates in a small town of West Bridgewater drinking coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, losing. It was pretty exciting. To go to the butcher shop and watch them do that, I have to yes. say, it didn't really... That it, sounds like The Sopranos. I mean, that's kinda, it's very... That's why <laughs> that's, I'm re-watching The Sopranos yeah. right now. I see a lot of, of my... what happened. Up, the whole 
seven seasons. But when you're a little kid, it's all quite exciting. Yeah. All of it. Right. All of it was great. Did you ever see your dad, like, cut someone's finger off? No. Okay. He was going to get his finger cut off. Because that was on The Sopranos. Yeah. That was a big plot point. No, Dr. he Milfi. would make these insane, over-the-top threats, like if a neighbor walked onto his property. He would say, I'm, I'm, high, I'm calling my lawyers, of which he did not have. If a dog barked, he would buy a BB gun and shoot at it rather than just go knock on the door and say, hey, could you? <laughs> would you mind bringing your dog in after seven? It's bothering us. He was out of his mind. But again, I, it all goes back to the mom dies at five. The right. dad dumps them off. Oh, the Jews. <laughs> the Jews. He, no, the Jews tried. They did a good job with him, but... Uh, Emotional damage. This is a what, wonderful now. I'm do? suddenly happy, happy Ferrison. I was angry at you when you walked in and turned the lights on. But now, would you tell me about the, your your disgraceful upbringing, the sickness, the illness, the degeneracy, the gambling, the shooting dogs right. with pelicans? I'm so happy you've made now. Paul's Easter. You know, Fireball. I, I chatted with Fireball for a few minutes to promote the coloring book. I'll run that in a second. I want to talk about the uh, RS6 Avant. Um, but we're already. A bunch of minutes in here. Yeah, 12 minutes in. Let's do uh, real insurance stories from uh, Zuckerman. Sponsored by Policy Genius. Zuckerman, what do you have for us? equal Porsches. Porsches. <laughs> you know, years ago, I knew this guy. We called him Cruddy. He really was... He really was. He looked just like Freedom Rock. And I think he... I think he was on methadone. He kind of talked slow. He, I can't say he was a client at all, but he... <laughs> Because the way I'm telling this story, but uh, he had this 320i, and it got wrecked in an accident. And the insurance industry went out; the insurance adjuster went out to value this car, which had 320,000 miles on the 320i. (laughs) And he said to me, "Hey, man, they're only offering a thousand dollars for the car because it was totaled." And I said, "Well." Dennis, the car is 320,000 miles on it. He goes, oh, damn. And, and he calls me back about an hour later, and he says, he says, can they go back out to revalue the car? I said, why? He said, I turned the odometer back. And I said, Dennis, you got to do that before they come and look at the car. You can't, they can't go back out after you've turned the clock back. You have to do that the f- before the first time when he was right. like, oh, damn, rats. <laughs> hung up the phone. World's worst criminals. Yes, wow. that's the story here. So remember, the moral of the story is, is turn your odometer back before the insurance adjuster <laughs> comes to make a total valuation of the car. Turning it back after they've come doesn't do you any good. You know what April means? Getting fooled like turning back the odometer. <laughs> getting rained on and getting your taxes done. So if you need a positive experience to balance it all out, consider shopping for home and auto insurance with Policy Genius. Policy Genius can help you find home and auto coverage similar to what you have, but at a lower price. In fact, they've saved customers up to $1,055 per year by reshopping their home and auto coverage. Getting started is easy. You just have to go to policygenius.com, answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius takes it from there. They'll compare rates from America's top insurers from Progressive to Allstate to find your lowest quotes. Remember, they've saved customers up to $1,055 per year compared to their current home and auto policies. Head to Policy Genius to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Real insurance stories sponsored by... 
policy genius. So, but, but my question is, like that kind of thing, turning the odometer back. That's the first thing the insurance company would send a camera guy out to like catch him in the act, right? I mean, well, they know every trick. Yeah. Okay. That's why when when they're going to do an appraisal for the total loss value, they take a picture of the odometer. Now, this is so long ago. There was no such thing as Carfax out there, where right, where right. the insurance company and industry could look at the history of the car and see the history and see mileage. So people did turn. There was a whole cottage industry of turning okay. back. There's even was a guy in the valley that this Israeli guy who would turn back your digital odometer. Right. People did. Really? There was all sorts of. I just feel like they're hip to everything because I had one where I was in a Raptor and it was raining and I got on the brakes and I like tapped the woman in front of me and she gets out of the car and we looked and there was no damage. It was was a tap. And I took pictures and then the insurance guy months later calls me and he goes, yeah, so uh, tell me what happened. And I go again. He goes, just tell me what happened. I go, "Okay, this, that and the other. He goes, "Okay." I just want to let you know we caught them because they 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 told us the car was damaged and but we had your pictures, and so we caught them. We had our, our spy with a baseball bat hitting the back of the Audi. Her husband. Yeah, <laughs> it, it happens. There were body shops that yeah. we call it Murderer's Row. Uh, I won't say where in L.A., but at, in the middle of the night, they'll take the car with a little bit of damage and then back it into the brick wall before the insurance adjuster goes out there, and then they try to do that kind Is of that stuff. Is <clears> that <throat> arrestable offense? Playing with your odometer? You, you got to try really hard to get arrested in insurance fraud. You have to do it repeatedly and do it really, really bad to get arrested. And eventually some people do get arrested. But it's, it's one of those crimes that should probably be prosecuted more than it is. But I thought the odometer, I mean, it's, uh, assurance, insurance aside, isn't messing with an odometer a state issue? Yeah, but it's it, listen. The prisons Not force the prisons would be full of people. <laughs> if, 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 they are full of people, yeah. Zuckerman. I was reading uh, the Don Winslow book, the the border and the cartel. But that whole storyline about the immigrants coming across the border and going right into private prisons. Is that real? That was yes. an amazing story. Private prisons is a blight on our society. The whole prison system is a blight on our society. We could get into a really big thing Let's here. Not. I'm very <laughs> anti-mass incarceration and yeah. privatization right. same, same. of yeah. prisons and and slave and we have it is slave, slave labor. labor. I mean, it is slave. Yeah. It's not just in China slave labor. It's here. Yeah, yeah but as in well. that in that story, it was the kid that comes across. Remember, he's got yes, the, an- the gang ankle tattoo, yes. and they even though he's a sweet little kid, they're like, "You're going to this private prison. There's no due process. You're there for a year, so they can collect their money, right. and you're yes. lucky if you get out. You're just right. forgotten about, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, there's a lot of corruption out there, Ferriston. Lots. But that was, a, that was a novel. I didn't know if but it was it's real. real. It's true. Okay. That part is true. Let's talk cars. 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 I'd hate for anybody to criticize me for being political. Oh, they will. Don't worry. They'll criticize <laughs> they you always for cars, do. too. They love to leave the reviews whenever there's oh, yeah. something. That, I can't wait. As if I give a fuck. Right. Well, there's also But it's that. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. No, anyway. They'll also criticize you for cars. Don't, don't forget that. You're going to have the wrong opinion. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, everybody, I think most people listening to this understand this is this is our one hour of fun every week that we're not it's not really its own business. So. And you know the most about modern cars. We're going to put you out there. Well, to we're going to we're going to talk about one yes. because Audi just gave me the 2021 Audi RS6 Avant, which I want to talk about. Um front-engined, 
mm-hmm. all-wheel drive, mm-hmm. five-passenger, four-door wagon. Uh, price as tested was 117000 Twin-turbocharged, intercooled V8, aluminum block heads, direct fuel injection, 591 horsepower, 590 foot-pounds of torque, eight-speed wow. automatic. Um, I was looking forward to driving this thing. Zero to 60, 3.1. Zero to 100, 7.8. Eight. <laughs> yeah, it does like 11.2, I want to say, in the quarter. Fuel really? economy combined, 17, city 15, highway 22. It does not get good fuel economy. Yeah, spike, that's like, that spike. quarter mile, Johnny, that's like <clears throat> a motorcycle. No, I know. It's ridiculous. Well, the, the, the Panamera Turbo Sport Turismo, 11 flat. You know, I mean, it's, it's uh, but let me give you a my, fast station wagon. Let me give you my driving impressions, and then we'll take it apart. Okay. I thought... This was a perfect car. Yeah. And I say that because every time I got in it, in the short time I had it, but about a week, every kind of dry, I, I instantly felt in at home in the seat behind the wheel. I put my phone down. The car just started talking to it. Everything was easy. It was in comfort mode. It was quiet. When I wanted some speed, it was there. When I was dropping kids off at Little League, I opened the back. When I was doing my Johnny Lieberman grocery run, it worked. I just, it was one of those everything mobiles. Yep. And, and again, it's rare that I would, you know, I, I'm sure it has flaws, and I know uh, you were commenting under it, and somebody else was saying, really? <laughs> it's a perfect car? For me, it was. Yeah. For me, it was a perfect thing, and I was a little, you know, uh, my neighbor, Stacy Schulman, had one, and he kept raving about it, but he also has a GT3 and a GT2 RS, and I'm going, I don't understand your need for this thing in addition to those two cars. Now now I get it. This yeah. is a perfect dad sports car so, daily. So wagons are the perfect car. They're the perfect solution. The only problem with the Audi RS6, the only problem it has is that the E63 wagon exists. Right. And the but E63- see, even there, I consider Mercedes to be a little more uh, 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 like jewelry, a little it's more not. luxe. It's much more, much more hardcore. <clears throat> and so, I think Audi tilts a little more towards a guy. I, I no, feel more comfortable so, in there. So the, the, so first no, of all, it's an I'm AMG. just saying, no. for me, yeah. for me. No, no. Uh, so here, here's, here's the deal, kids. So the Mercedes actually makes a little bit more power. Not much, but a little bit more. And like if you look at that... That 3.3 to 60, the Mercedes does 3.2. If you look at the quarter mile, you know, it's a tenth faster here, blah, blah. Um, the, the Mercedes is lighter. It's 200 pounds lighter. It's less front heavy than the Audi is. For most people, if you just do what you do with the car, it's going to feel perfect. The problem is if you take them both on a road on the same day and chase each other, the Mercedes will leave it for dead. Uh, we were, we were kind of shocked. But that's not what that car is about. No, it is. It's a 600-horsepower all-wheel-drive performance wagon. It, it actually <clears throat> is all about that. It is not, no, it's not how it's going to get used. Uh, well, but they're I mean, who's chasing each other through Angeles Crest every day? I, I, we're I, using these cars. I, in fact, I took the AMG, and you know, my buddy had a, as a GT3. Well, the AMG is a great car, but I, I think this comes down to a brand preference only. Like The, the differences aren't that great that uh, you would they, go, well, again, they oh, when are, I can blow away my neighbor's stand. They are. They <laughs> who the are, fuck cares? They it's are, a station for, wagon. Well, first of all, in Texas, that's a huge deal. To blow away your neighbor is, <laughs> in <laughs> Texas, is the greatest Nobody's thing. buying Mercedes. And Audis in Texas. Oh, they are. Uh, 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 come on, Dallas and Houston are massive markets for. for this both is those. where you but, are car geeking out nope, on nope, stuff nope, that nope, doesn't nope, matter, nope, Mr. Nope. Lieberman. I'm saying, what's, what, if you look at what is the difference, yes. right? Uh, the difference, well, first of all, the Mercedes can actually haul more. It's got a bigger rear end, yeah. uh, more, more uh, storage volume. But 
again, if you if you push them, if you drive the car the way they're intended to be driven, and again, it's RS. It's not the A6 Avant. It's the RS6. But let me show you something. Watch. Hand, hand, hand. RS is on your shirt. My, SCRS. My, my hoodies, we're right? wearing. Yes. Wrench Sport. Uh, the Mercedes is better, and the Porsche wagon is better. For you, yes. For you, it's better. No, 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 but no. I take a guy but like I, Zuckerman, who's a Porsche guy, right? Yeah. And I go, Zuckerman, you, you can have either of these cars. Which do you pick? Well, don't you want the one that drives better? No, he's going to pick the Audi. Well, I don't know. I, I have to say something. I like, the, this is a, a very nitpicky point, but I like the interior leather on the Benz better than the Audi. Mm-hmm. And MB Tex is good. Yes, I do. I, I don't like that strange patterning on the Audi RS6 Avant leather. The, that's the a really wow, that's, minor point. Now, that point. is a point of view that I did not expect. No, you didn't expect it. But, but what about the way the cars point. look next to each other? Audi is better looking. Better looking, yeah, right? It is. It is. Audi is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really, I'm just saying it's really, I would really pick really the Audi every time. And I, and, no. I, and, I, and I would agree with you that the, uh, the, the you know, E63 is yeah, great we took, car or whatever. We took them both on a racetrack, actually, which no one will ever do. That, that yeah, part I'll say not, no one Who's ever doing do. that? But, like, while, while the Mercedes was scraping its uh, door handles, uh, the, Audi, really? <laughs> the Audi was scraping its mirrors. It was bad. It was, Audi was, like, That's shockingly hilarious. incompetent. Really? Yeah. We on had the, the racetrack. The Porsche, the one. You, you should know, see a Prius on the racetrack. I've done that, yeah. I mean, it's pointless. It's not good. But the, the, the other one, though, the, the, Porsche, the Porsche Panamera Turbo S Sport Turismo. So that's the wagon. Yeah. 641 horsepower. I think it's that much. Uh, is it, First of all, it's a lot more money. But it just blows the Audi out of the water. And it's, it's a little bit better than the AMG. The, the AMG, though, really, that 200 pounds lighter is a big deal. It does make them drive better. Wow. There and the, the Mercedes is the one that can actually go full rear-wheel drive. You can put it in drift mode, <clears> and it's awesome. Now, let's, the RS6 Avant was the car that Audi made and didn't bring to America forever, when? Forever. Forever, forever right? And, ever, and, ever. Yeah, and that yeah, just yeah. made American dads and moms crazy, correct? No, it's the what, tiniest what, what, market segment there is. What is that market segment? It's a bunch of it's, – it's for, it's for full-bore car geeks. Performance wagons are for right. geeks. Um, which is it's great they're doing it. It's great. There's three of them now you can buy. It's I've awesome. never felt so matched with a vehicle. In the, not since I first sat in the GT2 RS have I felt such a match with all my right. personality well, all, in that, that car. Th- welcome to the wonderful world of performance wagons. Cause yes. They are the best type of car. I have sat in the Mercedes and I didn't feel that. You got to drive I the Mercedes. I felt like I was in my wife's car. No, yeah. You got to drive <laughs> the Mercedes. My wife had an Audi. I, I can't. You're gendering this. Where I am. Good. My wife, my, her last car was an Audi wagon. You know, it's because for me personally, I feel there's a little bit of a feminine thing going on with Mercedes. No, without no. First of all, it's AMG, the most masculine brand possible. I don't agree with that. No, AMG? I, I, it's, it's kind of like jewelry a little bit. A- it's AMG. A, I like AMG. No, I'm telling. I'm just you, saying there's, there's a little. Feminine. We're talking image wise. What how, does AMG stand for? Can you tell us? It's two guys' names. And okay, then, and then the G's. The manufacturing. Tell me, what is the price point of the Benz as opposed to the identical? They're both 130. The way you want them. Yeah, they're both they're the same price. The Mercedes or the Porsche is 180. Look, here's how masculine AMG is. They have a thing: one man, one engine. Then they have a problem. Where they hired some women to build the engine, and they <laughs> oh went. Boy. Well, hang on, hang on. Oh boy, my, fr- my friend Tobias is now the CEO of uh, of Aston. Used to be the CEO of AMG, and he said, "Yeah." He goes, I-, "I said to them, we can change it to one person, one engine." And the women said, "No, one man, one engine." So 
it's there's nothing more masculine. Like it's, it's for you. Yeah. I, no, I, no, 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 it, like, <laughs> no. No, no, no. I can tell you. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no that's no, a very no. good Lieberman bit. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Your no, no, opinion no, no. doesn't matter. I mean, I just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm telling you, you my personal choice. You I could say Mercedes Benz, maybe is. No, I am saying something very clear, and I believe it to be true that Audi tilts more masculine than Mercedes. Every not, time, uh, maybe Mercedes Benz. I don't think Mercedes, Mercedes AMG in, in and of itself tilts is engendered in any way. I'm just saying, Audi feels like a more masculine I, brand I, 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 I than disagree. Mercedes. I disagree. I, I but, know but you do. Plus, You've said that. But plus, most Mercedes. <laughs> I disagree are, with your disagreement. Well, now I'm fine. starting to get dizzy over here. <laughs> All right, okay, I'm going to give you guys an intelligence test. Zuckerman's intelligence <laughs> test of the week. Okay, okay, Lieberman. How many udders does a cow have? One. Six. Okay. How many teats on each udder, Lieberman? I have no idea. Four. Twenty-three. Okay. <laughs> okay, Lieberman paid attention to cows as a child. <laughs> a cow has one udder and four teats. Yeah. Hey, I guess. You guess. Do you know that that is my least favorite comedy word that you're saying right now? Utter? Teats or udders? Teats. Teats? In yeah. every amateur comedy script, someone goes to that word. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, it's too yeah. obvious. It's horrible. Like farts. Obvious. Yeah, farts, farts is okay. Bad. I don't mind farts. <laughs> <laughs> Teats, I really mind. Can we get back to Audis? It's one of my pet peeves. No, let's leave the Audi. Anyway, I, I love that Audi. What have you been, I, I, I what really have you been like driving? the Audi. I really like the Audi a lot. I you, really, really do. What are you up to, Johnny I'm Lieberman? driving a purple Aston Martin. Uh, it's, SUV. It's a, yeah, the DBX. Uh, it's, it's good. It's really good. Um, it's a great alternative. So, you know, Bentley used to occupy this position for like, you know, gentlemen of a certain age. They're on their third Mercedes CL. Mm-hmm. They're like, what am I going to buy? So it's like, I'll get the Continental. It's a little bit more money, but it's, a, you know, same thing. And so this is like, I'm on my third Porsche Cayenne Turbo. What else is there? Well, for $10,000 more, you can get an Aston Martin and AMG motor, AMG transmission, Old Mercedes electronic, so it's pretty good. Um, and then it's got, you know, like leather speaker grills and all the Aston Martin jewelry stuff. And it's also, I don't know if you can see it, but it's really good looking. What do you think of the back end? It's a little I bit, like it. You do? I like it. Well, first of all, if you look at all SUVs are terrible looking, right? Unless it's like a Jeep Wrangler, which looks like, you know, World War II machine or, or a Mars buggy. They all look the same. The Cayenne from the side looks like a Mazda. They just do. So they were like, how do we make it different? So they, they styled the tail that Let's thing like the Let's paint it purple. Well, the purple's cool, but... <laughs> That's no, but one way. The purple's cool. I love the purple. I oh, love my it. God. They said, you want silver or purple? I said, give me the purple. But uh, I, I oh, what, do you, what do you like about that color? Really? Over silver? I hate you don't silver. think the purple yeah, I hate, is over... I hate, I, I'm not saying... We should take him to shop for a suit and huh? see what he gets. You would get a purple suit <laughs> with a yellow tie. <laughs> and a cane and a top hat. I wouldn't do yellow. I wouldn't yeah. do yellow. Yeah. Ooh, here no, I go. If, if, you get, if, if you get the right purple... No, here's the thing. Look. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. You're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Purple's great. 39% of new cars are white. 19% are look, black. Look, I'm, I'm with you on black, 19, white, silver, gray. I get it. I get it. I understand. Gray, but so, not purple. So that, uh, that's, that's, what is that? That's 40, 60, 80. So wow. 20% of cars have some color and about like point no, no, no percent are purple. So yeah, I love purple. You know, like, And how has the internet color. reacted to your purple car? Oh, people love it. Actually, yeah. it's been weird. People really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and they, you, they've reacted very. I went off roading yesterday. In that? No, I parked it. I, I didn't have the heart to do it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you were in something cool, right? T Rex. Yeah, yeah my, that my was buddy cool. Had a Nomad. We had a Ram, Jethro brought a Ram T Rex. But um, the internet says that I was driving on a flat dirt road and I wasn't really off roading. So I'm, I'm very. I saw you going up a pretty nice incline it was in insane. that thing. If, if anyone's ever been <clears throat> to Rower Flats, it's like it's, it's very, you know. But it's you know, hard to shoot the impossible. It's impossible to shoot that angle, isn't it's it? Impossible. You've yeah, got to yeah, either yeah. get down and lay in the e- dirt. Even or, if you do that, it, it, it's it hard can't to be done. Yeah, it's hard to see but, how dangerous that stuff. Yeah, I put is, up but, a video. So my, my friend Jonah brought his uh, aerial Nomad, which is like right. know, it's a rear wheel drive rear, uh, buggy, rear engine buggy, and he. Somehow made it up. We have no idea how. But, like, I was trying to show this video. Like, his thing's bouncing all over the place, and wheels are in the air, and the Ram just walked up like it was nothing because it's the most capable pickup truck ever made. Right, so. right. But, anyway, yeah, Aston's great. I really, I really What's the price point, the sir? Price point of the... Aston, yes. 180 base, 210, the way that one's configured. And the Lamborghini Urus. I think starts at, like, 250. Much Is that Isn't that a superior truck? It's a better drive. You know, here, I'm going to say one thing. This showed up on all seasons, and I said, hey, that's dumb. And it was like, yeah, it, it was supposed to be on summer tires. We got a flat. There wasn't a complete set laying around. So rather than delay your loan, it's on all seasons. We're, we want to give it back to you on summer tires. So it drives pretty good. I <clears> ran, <throat> not ran, but I got seven Porsches to pull over and let me go up to Angeles uh-huh. Press the other uh-huh. morning. So it's very, very capable, very quick. Wow. Um, Urus drives better. Urus is 100 horsepower more. It costs more this money. This is priced like the Maserati, right? Um, a little bit more. This is a, 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 a kind no, they're, they're, of what is their What's their stupid uh, SUV? Trofeo. The Levante yeah, the Trofeo. Trofeo. That's 190, <laughs> I thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it 190? Yeah, yeah. Start? It's up there. Yeah, this is this drives way better <laughs> than that. Stupid SUV. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Yeah. I, I look. It was. I don't like it. I got in it. It's, I thought the interior looked cheap, and it's I, I, a I cheap loved interior. Yeah. I liked the way it turned. I enjoyed it on the track, but I just didn't know who was going to buy this no at one. that number. Yeah. Is anyone buying it, Johnny? Uh, the the non Trofeo, yes. The right. uh, Trofeo, no, no. But it's also not. No, it, by it can turn. It's, it's a great turning truck on a track. A but who's driving on a track? Truck. If you, again, if you do it back to back with a Cayenne, it's. I like, did it with the other Trofeos, and it yeah. was the best turning <laughs> Trofeo I drove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, <laughs> it, it's it was this this is a great truck. I you know again if you need a if you need for whatever reason an Aston Martin SUV, and I think the <clears> reason you need it is you've leased enough Cayenne turbos that you're right, bored. Right. And what you know you could get a Bentayga, but they look like a plate of chopped ass. You, can you don't like Urus. the Bottega? I think it's the ugliest, one of the ugliest vehicles ever made. I kind of yeah. like it. Oh, it's shocking. I awful. don't like that Rolls-Royce Cullinan. That's yeah, the well, one that really upsets well, me. First of all, that's four hundred grand. Second of all, yeah, it's kind of well, How did they get that to look so bad? I'm not sure. I'm friends with the guy who designed it, too, so I'm not sure. He's a good designer. and it's People yeah. love it who own them, but yeah. they no, offend as they drive. They're terrific trucks, but then you got to, like... And there's about three angles where it's like, oh, it's pretty good. But then you like it's it just you looks see it like coming on the road and you go, tired. oh god, yeah, it's that's tired awful. and sleepy and dowdy and yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Aston good, Aston good. 
not to get back to the Audi R6 Avant, yeah, but yeah. talk about a car the internet loves. Oh, internet loves that You post a picture car. of that thing, and it goes bonkers yeah. on Instagram. I, they are gorgeous. I mean, if you, if there's there's barely a single body panel shared with the regular A6 right, wagon. Right, right. That counts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's got the huge fared Flanders. Uh, fl- <laughs> fared Fender. Flared, flared I say Fenders. Flared Fenders. I talked to your BMW guy, by the way. I'm, I'm going to yeah. do a run of BMWs that yeah. I'm excited the about. M2CS. Oh, I'm going to start with the M8. M2, M8's with the four-door. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good, too. Um, and then they, they said, get me the M4 and the M3. I have the, the M2. The M2 is I drove, gone. I drove the M3. Did you like it? I, I drove very briefly, and all I can say is on the M3 competition, I, I, it's the most inexplicable. I, I'm just Everyone's upset about the way it looks. Forget that. The seats, there is a carbon fiber In, yes. thing. Where Germans are all tall and skinny, they have skinny little legs, right? Jews, we have big fat legs. So this, your your thighs are touching this carbon fiber thing. It's so uncomfortable. I I have no other opinion of the car. Did you just say all Jews have fat legs? No, I mean Zuckerman. <laughs> yes. well, compared to Germans, yes. <laughs> no, you said Jews have fat I'm legs. Look at Paul. Come on. <laughs> you said Jews. We're generally short, stout, yeah, peasant people, starkers, <laughs> and, and starkers. Starkers are fight means fighters. And in our history, historically, we're used to being starved. So every calorie turns into blubber <laughs> we're only about the lean years so yes 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 give us a comfortable fat happy ass easter seat. everybody so happy isn't, easter isn't there a jewish component to this easter yeah, let me thing? tell you something jesus was bad for us ever since that guy came along shit's <laughs> he been was bad jewish. for us jesus. yes that's right I, and it's been all downhill for two thousand years for us but i gotta tell you something it wasn't so good before him <laughs> yeah and after it just got worse Can it you got imagine worse. Thousands of years later, why are these people relevant to us? Yeah. <laughs> why are we talking about them? What else from thousands of years are we talking about? You know what God really said to Moses? He said, the future's going to be more of the same but worse. <laughs> this is all that's going to happen to you people. And there will be four-wheeled vehicles that you will enjoy. And, and more of the same but worse. Yeah. Just to fuck you over. But anyways, yeah, M3, uh, I guess it's quick, but I, I just could not get over these seats. I was just, like, flabbergasted. But that, that said, I, I drove it for three minutes. I'm getting one for a week uh, next Wednesday. So There you go. When this show is live, I'll be in an M3. I love that. Yeah. You know, uh, not long ago, in fact, about uh, two days ago, I spoke to <laughs> one fireball. Remember Fireball, Fireball yes, Zuckerman? the man we maligned <clears throat> who actually turned out to be a decent guy. Fireball, uh, uh, when we were having the pandemic cars and coffee, which we're still having every week around 10 o'clock at Bill's in the Malibu Kitchen, the Country Mart, so don't ask me online. At one point, it got so big, Fireball, uh, uh, we saw they hired security to, sh- to, to shut it down. There was a pimply-faced kid with a flashlight, and, and we saw this guy, Fireball, and Matt Ferris said, Fireball is trying to shut down the cars and coffee because <laughs> he's jealous. Farrah. Whether he said that or not, I'm just going to attribute that to Matt Ferris. <laughs> <Farrah. clears throat> Poor and, Matt. Poor Matt. You know, not li- Fireball turns out to be this Malibu fi- uh, fixture who has his own cars and coffee. And not long after, I introduced myself because I saw him there. And he said, you know, your fans were threatening to kill me. And I said, God, I'm really sorry. And I had a nice conversation with him. We invited him on the podcast. He turns out to be a great guy. He said, I wasn't trying to shut it down. I felt bad for the kid. I was just helping him with one car. So Farah has it completely wrong. 
Farah. And, you know, we had him as a guest on the podcast. And then he said, I am also, uh, aside from designing cars for movies, I, I make coloring books um, for kids. Would you like to do a Spike First and coloring book? And uh, I said, sure. Why not? Why don't I, you know, this is the best thing I can do to make up the trouble I caused you. It turned out to be a lot of fun. We, uh, I got to pick uh, 20 of my favorite things with wheels. They're in the new coloring book, which is on Amazon right now. And uh, Fireball uh, came on, or is coming on right now, to tell us about the coloring book, his website, uh, fireballtim.com or fireball.com. He's doing a Magnus Walker coloring book now. And yeah. soon there will be a Zuckerman Policy Genius coloring book. I tried book. to well, put I it, think, I was say a horrible I'm, picture of that. We did talk about that in this interview, Zuckerman. So here, listen in to Fireball and me uh, from a few days ago. It's a beautiful day over here. Where are you, in Malibu? Yeah, yeah, we get a little fog, but uh, today's my birthday and my wife uh, blew the fog away, so we got sun now, Well, happy nice. birthday. Thank you, man. It's unbelievable. How, how, how far have you made it into life? Uh, all I know is that I'm uh, old enough to know better and not old enough to care. So uh, <laughs> one or the other. Are you, you really don't want to say. No, no. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, according to my, you know, I didn't pay attention to math class, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm 56 right now. So You are? Yeah. Look at that. We're the same age. How oh, nice. How 65. Yeah. Wow. Fireball Spike first and That's Fireball right. Tim Lawrence. <laughs> and here we are, chit-chatting about the new official Spike first and coloring book. Yeah. Thanks for uh, joining us. Um, this is really exciting for me. You know, it started, you know, of course, uh, the legendary Fireball story on Spike's car radio, uh, where <laughs> we thought you, Fireball, this, this person I didn't know was trying to shut down the cars and coffee. What an a-hole. Oh, man. What it turns out is you were trying to help a young security guard do his job like a good citizen. Um, and by the way, since then, the health uh, department has shut down our cars and coffee. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, you know. Why the, the health department? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what they say. But really what I yeah. think is going on is they don't like the car people. And if I, I know if I were to go down there today, Saturday, yeah. uh, it would be a disaster of people. The lobster, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, laying on top of each other. Sure, and sure. Then, and then they have Leno and, and Matt Farah and, and me and Lieberman and the gang down there, and they don't want that anymore. It's no different than, you know, on any Saturday or Sunday. It gets full down there. It's just all the cars are not as cool as what we bring. It, this is discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> Pure right. and simple. And what they're doing is they're lumping everybody together. So yeah. uh, the Spikes Car Radio audience, the Lamborghini guys – the Malibu Audubon guys, the yep. different rallying groups that are getting in trouble. We're all the same. There's no mm -hmm. diversity. We're yeah. all bad. Yeah, bad. <laughs> bad. I guess if they want us to be bad, Fireball, we yeah. could be bad. It's we? it's kind of like the uh, the the um uh they, I think they've changed the laws in Malibu too. Are they're trying to about the Airbnbs and you know how yeah. annoying they are? And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm you know I did my best, but. Um, Hey, the game ain't over, man. It's not over. <laughs> you still host a Cars and Coffee, right? Yeah, it's actually tomorrow morning. And where's so, that? At the Murphy Auto Museum. Uh, so we have a museum up in Oxnard at uh, 1930 Eastman. We do it twice a, a month, first and third Sundays of the month. 
and eight to 10, we get celebrities uh, joining us and, and uh, we get an amazing cars. So it's wow. really cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, after uh, after uh, uh, I sicked the audience on you, we had you on the show and you explained yourself. And again, I apologize for that. And, you know, we suddenly big fans everywhere. All the listeners love Fireball. We love Fireball. We learned about your history, um, designing vehicles uh, for over 400 of Hollywood's biggest films. Batman, Knight Rider, uh, Jurassic Park, Monster Garage. Artemis just, Fall. Don't know. Just that don't one. mention don't mention Starsky and Hutch because I was eleven years old. And oh, that gets okay. mentioned a lot. And yeah, that and Dukes of Hazard. I watched the shows. I had nothing to do with those, but uh, somehow they get lumped in. But yeah, I've, I've had a, a great career. I've been very excited, and and now I get to apply that kind of thematics into the coloring books, which is really right. exciting for me. And that is uh, where we're going. Uh, you called me up shortly after you were on the podcast. Said, "How'd you like to do a coloring book?" And I said. Uh, you know, at first I didn't get it. I'll be honest, Fireball. I was like, yeah. why would I do that? But then I thought back to when my kids were young and how much they love to color. And then I thought, you know, they're just there's no coloring books that would have the things that I love in them. That I've right. never, you know, I've never seen a coloring book. And I went to your website and I saw all the cool stuff that you were up to. But then I, but even looking at that, I thought there's a little pocket of coloring book that we yeah. could do that'll yeah. be really amazing. Oh yeah, and never done before. Right. And, exactly. And so, so I called you up and I said, "Let's do it. This will be fun." And and you said, uh, "This is going to be easy. We're gonna. I, I have a friend who's going to be doing a spike first and crossword puzzle." I said, "Okay." And I put together. And what did uh, what did your it, kids say? What did your kids say when you told them that you were going to do a coloring book? I think. Oh, they, they were like, I think they said, why is someone doing a coloring book about you? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Genius. They you know you've elevated yourself when the kids ask that question. Yeah, they have no idea why this is happening. And my right. wife was like, what? You know. But you know what? Because you actually haven't seen the finished book yet. No, I'm which excited is, to see it. It's very exciting because, I mean, I expected to get the cars that you recommended, you know, the, the Porsches and the Ferraris and all the great stuff. But then you threw in something I didn't expect with the bikes, one especially. I'm not going to say what it is, yeah. but you got to get the book because it absolutely came out killer. It's that, really cool. That was great. The motorcycles. Each one of these cars represents, and vehicles and things with wheels, represents a moment in my life that uh, I remember fondly. Right. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. Even the new one. You know, I put it, I threw in the Bugatti Chiron Pure Sport just because <laughs> I just drove it a couple of weeks ago and I loved it. And I thought, yeah. well, that, you know, uh, you know, I tried to do something for everyone. But I think if you're a dad who likes cool things and yep. you have kids and you want to kind of start uh, molding them in your vision, this right. fireball coloring book that we put together is really going to make you laugh and blow your mind. They'll be coloring you know things you never thought they would be colored. Absolutely, and I and I have to say thank you to you because in a way I got to I get to draw things that I wouldn't normally ever get choose to draw. You know, there was a lot of really <laughs> great classic stuff. I mean, I I love drawing anything with four wheels, mm -hmm. and but doing these types of books, it's unexpected. So um, you know, I did a book with Gary Wales with a lot of uh, really interesting people that have collections. Uh, uh, Gene Winfield, a lot of customizers and stuff, and it's really neat. To, to see what people's personal picks are and the stories. And that's, you know, it's it'd be great to hear some of the stories that you have about each one of these cars and why you chose them, what your experience was with them. Well, I don't know. I, I, it's, it sounded like you didn't want me to get into which cars are in the book. 
No, no. I, you can talk about any one of it. I just thought the bike was kind of cool. You can mention it if you want. You know? <laughs> well, the bike is, it was meaningful to me. It's a yeah. Schwinn orange crate. Yeah, it's killer. Because it was, you know, again, and, and the Hodaka Combat Wombat. Yeah. Both came from my favorite uncle, Uncle Timmy. <laughs> First, he said, you know, I can tell your dad is never going to give you anything cool. Here's my bike, a uh, Schwinn orange crate. With yep. the, uh, the the little gear shift on top, the small wheel on the front, the chopper, a mind blower for yep. a kid, right? Right, and, and then, everybody and she, wanted that that bike. Yeah, you know, you were the guy. Yep. They were very valuable. Uh, now, you know, I've been trying to kind of buy my childhood back by getting, and it was like you know three or four thousand dollars if you want to get one. Yeah, sell a, a Porsche years, and then you can get one. Yeah, uh, then there's the. Um, Hodaka Combat Wombat, which is the audience knows, I got at 12 years old by same Uncle Timmy, Uncle Tim Ferriston, the coolest wow. uncle there is. <laughs> so you know, I wanted I wanted to put those things in the book because they you know they re- I think about those moments fondly in my life, and mm-hmm. you know when I see those things on the internet or I see an orange crate that someone's selling, I really I, it makes me happy. So sure, you know it's it, it's stuff like that in the book. I I think we also put, if I'm not mistaken, the Honda 79 Honda Accord. That's right. That's right. right. That's the last page. You my bet. My mom's car that I convinced my parents to get from um, from their friend, Mr. Kelleher, who was selling it, and that I lost my virginity in. <laughs> Great. In the back of that hatch. <laughs> you know, I mean, up until this moment, I think I was enjoying all all the stories, but that one is going to stick gonna now. Kids are going to love that. Dad's going to show that on this great page, this car right here. Yeah. Well, that's where Spike Ferris had lost his yeah. virginity. That's going to affect how they color it from now on. So yes. that's going to be interesting. <laughs> you can it's red velour inside, and then with mm-hmm. a few, never mind. Yeah. And but you know, I I asked you. I said, you know, we need one more car, and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to send uh, some kind of a great exotic is no you sent this honda in which is like, i sent that and i sent the 68 cougar xr7 yeah killer that makes yeah it great in. car now that was Fantastic. the first car i bought when i moved to la for a few mm-hmm. thousand dollars i wanted a convertible so yeah. i got that car with a convertible top but it had no canvas on it it just had the right. ribs <laughs> and i was so happy and again it was just a happy time in my life yeah. when i you know just driving because i was living in new york for so long just getting in that car, putting the top down, up or down, didn't matter, by the way. Right. didn't have the top. You ju- I, I could not have been happier just cruising Sunset Boulevard back and forth in that car. So and honestly, that's that's why we go to these shows. You know, I mean, they, you get to share those stories and, mm-hmm. and everyone's got them. Uh, and, you know, the ability to do a book like this, to share that. And I, I think the, the most, the, the best thing about for us to be doing coloring books is the ability to, to create the art, but then someone colors it in and it becomes art you know it's no longer mine it's something that they can share uh you know it's for your fans get to experience the stories and your history and a lot of things in a way that's unique and uh you know i'm grateful to be able to do that yeah there is no there's no i was going to do a a foul picture of uh, zuckerman in there but we decided (laughs) not to do that i thought the kids wouldn't understand that that will be book two <laughs> don't do a book with him it'll be horrifying right. the zuckerman coloring book will yep. be for 18 or over right right and we are 17 coloring right do adults color uh oh yeah in fact the majority of people that buy the books are adults really you know, be- yeah because of you know they're the ones that associate themselves with the history you know to, to do a book about classic uh, camaros and things like Kids don't necessarily understand the difference in years, but you know we're the ones with all the memories. So in a way, 
they would buy them buy one or two and then share them with their grandkids so right, that right. you know and it, it does achieves the same kind of thing so it's, we out we're doing a, a book with magnus walker in a couple of months oh and, cool and i'm meeting him uh, meeting with him next week and he's doing graphics and trying to create his unique stuff that will be specific to the book so there's a lot of neat things happening you should do instead of a crossword do a seek and find with things you can find in his beard <laughs> I will propose that to him. Why look? And, look, there's some old pennies. Yeah, and a, right. and a piece of gum. Uh huh. Yeah, we probably would find a few cars though in there. I'm sure. And a little, Hot Wheels. There's a little living thing of some kind in there. I'm not sure right. what it is. Yeah, and they're and they're all they're all dated as to yes. you know when they happened. Right. Exactly. Well, that's uh, exciting, Tim. Well, this is yeah. this is a lot of fun. Um, where can everyone buy this coloring book? It's on Amazon, which makes it's it easy. On, right. So you can go on Amazon. You can type in Spike Ferriston coloring book. You can type in Fireball coloring books. Uh, we have, I think this is our 43rd book. So uh, you're right in there. And uh, probably be just typing your name and you'd get it. Um, and then uh, the second version, which we're going to be getting up towards the end of this month, is we're going to do signed copies. Okay. And those will be available on our Etsy store, which is the Fireball store on Etsy. And those will be available yeah. in limited quantities there. I've been getting uh, requests for that. So at yeah. some point, I'll see you in Malibu. We'll sign some books. You bet. That'll be maybe, great. Maybe when the uh, the police stop arresting everybody that shows up to get coffee on Sunday. You know, we'll just little, get, we'll have a give them a couple signing. books. Yeah, we'll have a book signing out there. Yeah, absolutely. No, the, the cops love us. But they're, yeah. you know, they're sent out there to, to harass and... I guess they're yeah. doing their job. <laughs> yeah, for the time being. But you know what? They, they shut the place down uh, up until 11 o'clock, and then everyone just kind of started showing up at 11. Yeah, so, we show up at 10 now. They actually yeah. open it up at 10, but yeah. they can't do it forever. It's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. this has been great, Tim. I've really thank enjoyed you. the process. I want to just thank you for inviting me to do this. Um, I'm My pleasure. I'm excited as hell about this book. You're very, very, very talented guy. I appreciate that. The way you were drawing much. one a day and sending them to me and, and putting them together, I was fascinated by it. Well, I, I'll leave you this with this one thought, and that's simply that uh, the other day was my granddaughter's birthday. She turned three, and so our birthdays are very similar. Uh, we went over to, to my son's to have a big party, and all she wanted to do, she didn't want to open her gift, she didn't want to eat cake, she, all she wanted to do was watch her favorite movie, and that was the B movie. Oh, wow. And uh, I couldn't believe it. So uh, <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, she She's loves the it. third person that's liked it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it actually. So, so that's, I think now I'm... it's three. It was my mom. It was Jerry's mom, and now your granddaughter. Anyway, you Fantastic. go to fireballtim.com, fireballtim.com to check out the Spike First coloring book and everything else he's selling, including. Dennis Gage's odd orphan oddballs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you, you've done some. Oh, the Tony Dow. Look at that. The yeah. official Tony Dow coloring book. That one's great. That's and that you know that's sweet. really cool because his that tells his whole story also. His wife yeah. and he wrote the their their story to each page. So it's pretty oh, neat. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Anyway. Yeah, cool. Fireball. I'll see you out in Malibu, my friend. Okay. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate right. it. Take care. And there it is. What do you think? You learned a lot about Fireball in that conversation. That was terrific. I I do think though it's a you know that's a coloring book for children. I think the coloring book, the Zuckerman book for adults, 
is <laughs> what is well, needed. Well, if you heard, if you were listening, he said uh, more adults than kids color and buy these books. But I'm saying, but like theme it for adults. I don't, already don't, was yeah. pitching the Zuckerman coloring yeah. book. Zuckerman coloring book. But the first shot is him the on the mozzarella ed- truck. No, the first <laughs> shot of him is on the edge of a tub, naked, just sitting with his legs open like that. Yeah. Like my favorite guy yeah, with like, his uh, black yeah, yeah. socks on. Yeah. That's the first shot. <laughs> Breakfast. <laughs> The second shot is him fighting a kid in traffic, <laughs> punching someone through the window. <laughs> who, who cut him off. Of course it. The third shot is him doing 200 miles an hour in a GG3 RS on Sunset Boulevard, weaving in and out of traffic. <laughs> the I second shot is him, oh. you know, coming 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 upon a car accident, and there's there's a dead body, and him just pointing at like terrific. <laughs> But then, like the thought bubble, oh, it's just—it's just the new GT3. <laughs> hey, summer house, it says in the thought bubble. <laughs> I've got to get my summer house. <laughs> that would be quite a coloring book, Zuckerman. I'm sure he Paradise would do that. Cove. But you, we'd have to push him because they pushed back a little bit when I, in my coloring book when I said I want to put the Hadaka Combat Wombat in it, and I want to put a Schwinn Orange Crate Stingray Bicycle. Two very important. Perhaps the pushback. Why? Uh, because there's nothing to color in them. They're just oh, small God. tubes. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, so. <laughs> well, plenty to color. But I kept oh, it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. We'll I, have plenty to color. <laughs> I kept it in there. And thank you, Fireball, for doing that. It's been a lot Great of fun guy. doing it. And um, go to I'm... Amazon.com and just Google Spike's Car Radio or Spike First and Coloring Book, and it comes right up. You can get yours. And uh, we're also uh, going to be putting them in stores around Malibu and doing autographed ones on Etsy. So. Great Easter yep. stuff. Right, now I'm hungry. There you go. And that's our show, guys. That's all I no, have. Unless okay, you guys have anything it. else. No, I want food. Uh, it's got, time to go. Yeah. Food. All right. Yeah, well, happy no, Easter nothing. to all of you. Yeah, happy Easter Wednesday Schmeister. to all of you. <laughs> Get your vaccinations and yeah. uh, see you at the car events this summer, guys. Goodbye. For now. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 